When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Zone. Spreading farm information and occasionally manure. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And greetings to you on a Thursday morning. Boy, they had a big night last night at the Governor's Blue Ribbon Livestock Auction, State Fair Park in West Dallas. We have got all the numbers for you. I'm Farm Director Pam Youngke, by the way. Welcome in. Looks like it's going to be another gorgeous day if you're headed to the Wisconsin State Fair or really any outdoor activities. Today, partly sunny skies, 78 are expected high. Tomorrow, partly sunny skies and 76 with a slight chance of showers. 83 on Saturday, 82 on Sunday. And of course, that will also mark the end of the Wisconsin State Fair. We're talking weather with Stumuck, our ag meteorologist, in about 15 minutes. And Cody Coster, our special guest this morning, broker analyst with EverAg out of Chicago. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. Plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Manure, it's more than just fertilizer nowadays. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And because of new technology charity, we see that uh, it's becoming very important for a lot of different areas, like energy distribution, right? That's right, Bob. Cattle manure is an essential part of dairy production. And methane digestion of dairy cattle manure has many environmental and economic benefits. I'm Charity Seebecker from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and Katie Grinstead of Verclair Farms and her family utilize a methane digester to supply over 800 farm, or houses with power. She shares more about her farm and how that methane, methane digester works. Um, we decided uh, back several years ago, my dad really got interested in the methane digester concept. Um, we live really close to a uh, high-end privately owned lake. We have a lot of neighbors close to the farm and we strive to be really good neighbors. And besides producing electricity, one of the other benefits is it also reduces the odor of the manure. And so that was uh, definitely one of the other really you know, great assets of the digester. So do you mind telling me about your farm and your operation, the size, acreage, anything like that? Sure. Um, We milk about 2,400 cows right outside of Fond du Lac. Uh, We farm just over 3,000 acres throughout the county of Fond du Lac. Um, We raise our calves until about five and a half, six months, and then they um, go out to Nebraska. Uh, We produce alfalfa, corn, a little bit of uh, wheat, and a little bit of soybeans. 
Why Nebraska, if you don't mind me asking? Is it just bull calves that go out there or heifers as well? Um, we looked at a couple different places and we we used to raise them all here and it just got, we were we kept growing and, and uh, needed to probably put some more financial, um, just stick some more money into facilities and stuff and upgrade and, and we were just kind of bursting at the seams. So this we decided was a little bit more economical for us. So can you talk about the methane digesters, what they are? and what the process was for you guys to even decide to get it. Um, so uh, this is, I always tell people I can give the five cent uh, explanation of the digester. If you want the dollar, you have to talk to my husband or my father or brother. Um, but really the concept with the methane digester is we're collecting all the manure from the cows and it is stored in tanks and um, naturally occurring bacteria is in the manure and they feed or eat eat each other kind of and produce methane and all the methane gas is collected in the roofs of our storage tanks and the methane is then pumped over to um, a building where we have big cat engines and that runs the uh, generators and produces electricity. Do those generators automatically pull right into all of the homes in Fond du Lac or do they have to have other things connected to it to get it there. So we sell all of our, our electricity to Alliant and then Alliant distributes it out. So we even we sell all of it and we even buy ours back for the farm. What partnerships do you have in place whether that's to help with the methane digester or with the area of Fond du Lac in general to support this? Well, it's something that the farm, you know, definitely supported financially. Um, but as far as it's it's a really great community relation partnership, I would say more than anything, uh, people are really excited to know that their electricity might come from the farm down the road. How has your relationship with other community members been now since you've been doing that? Well, I mean, so once once uh, the manure is all digested, um, we separate the solids off, and that's actually what we bed the cows with, and then we collect the liquid, and that's what we're spreading on the field. So typically, you know, I can we can smell it for a short time, but within a matter of a day, it's the smell is is gone. So I really feel like it's helped just you know, keep people happy with not having to smell manure for multiple days. So it's it's a really it's a really another great story for farms and how we're great recyclers because farmers are some of the best recyclers there are. What other ways do you as a farm work to promote and really be good stewards of the land? Well, we are always working with our agronomists to make sure that we're putting um, the proper amounts of nutrients on the land. Um, we're constantly, you know, working with uh, neighbors to make sure we're cleaning the roads. If we um, have anything on the roads as far as mud or any anything like that, um, but uh, yeah, we're just we just make sure that we're following all of our our guidelines. And so you mentioned your nutritionist. Depending, do they help you decide what TMR ration to feed? And does that ration affect the amount of methane that you're producing or your overall production that way? You just have to be careful with, um, you know, you, you never want to do anything that's going to kill the bacteria, you know, in the digester. So not so much with feed, but we have to be careful that we don't use any um, like lime or any of those type products because that will affect the 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 uh, bacteria in the manure. Can you talk about your passion for agriculture? 
my passion <laughs> um, is promoting agriculture. Um, I love telling our story to our uh, non-farm friends. And um, I think uh, in my job at the farm, I do a lot of book work and payroll and uh, uh, writing checks and stuff and probably not necessarily my my passion, but when you're a family operation, you do what you have to do to get the job done. Being on the fair board and, you know, setting the maternity ward up and um, having tours at the farm is what keeps my passion um, strong and makes me happy. So I, that, that's kind of how, how I balance having to do payroll is, is uh, some of the stuff I do that's fun on the fair board. What are some questions you get from an urban audience that surprise you? Well, I mean, it's always a little eye-opening for kids when they see a calf being born, and I tr- truly kind of look at mom and say, I'll let you answer that, and, and uh, because, you know, everybody's got their um, ways to tell tell how that all happens. But, um, you know, I, I had a, a gentleman one time say, oh, I never knew that a cow had to have a baby in order to give milk. And I said, well, it's kind of like a, a female having to have a baby in order to give milk. And he looked at me like, he had just asked me the dumbest question in the in the world, but um, it's just I don't know. I, I I really truly feel like no dumb is, no question is a dumb question. I'd rather have somebody ask me and let me explain than to have them wa- wonder and not know. Do you host tours of your guys's farm to help educate them on what you guys are doing directly on the farm as well as with utilizing the methane digesters? Yeah, that's one thing that we do quite a bit of. Um, probably more than some of the other family members on the farm would like to admit. But um, I, yeah, I love I loved opening the farm up and, and, and showing them because it's amazing how often people will walk away and say, oh my gosh, those cows are so comfortable and you can tell they're happy. And and when they actually can see what's on the inside of the freestyle barn versus driving by and not. Um, this hopefully end of August, I, I did it last summer and it worked out really well. I invited uh, Facebook friends um, to a wine and cheese tour, and so we had wine. We had a big, I did a big jacuterie board. That's also my other passion is cooking <laughs> and, and stuff. And then we just walked, and everybody had their glass of wine. We walked through the barns. We walked through the calves, and it was just very in, informal, but but it was fun. It was really a fun tour, so I want to do that again. How has those tours and you being on the farm and it being in your family for a while impacted you personally? Well, growing up, I I went to Fond du Lac High School, and there wasn't a lot of farmers, so I was kind of, you know, in the, well, huge minority. Um, Went to college and uh, went to Madison and, and got together with all these other farm kids and was my eyes were open to there are a lot of other people that love the farm as much as and cows as much as I do um it's just it's a passion of mine I I'm I love uh, being in the dairy industry I I love sharing with other people the dairy industry and and giving them an understanding of of what we do the one thing I always you know like to leave with is is don't be afraid to ask um, ask a farmer instead of you're right. Don't ask Google, but ask a farmer. I mean, we we want to share our story with you, and and I'm happy to give tours um, with you know just a phone call. So just just ask. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Charity Seebecker.
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When it comes to jewelry appraisals, get to know your Denny's jeweler. There's a number of different reasons a person will do appraisals. We just say, bring in everything. It's so fun because it's like when somebody brings that stuff in and they're all excited, then they start thinking about it and where it came from, which is priceless. I'm Pete Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. Plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. You love your home. It's full of memories from the past and even more memories to be made. When you're ready to spruce it up, contact AF Construction. AF Construction will talk to you about your addition ideas like a relaxing three-season sunroom or expanded living space. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit afconstructionllc.com. Get ready for a remarkable new look. You bet she thinks your tractor's sexy. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Time to check in on our ag weather situation as we get started for a Thursday morning. And speaking of tractors that are going to be moving, I understand that the community of Eden going to get busy. What is it, starting today, Stu? What do you guys got going on? Well, this afternoon we've got some oats to shock for the threshery coming up at the end of the month. So our crew is hopefully ready to roll here after lunch and we'll get our oats all shocked to let it dry down a little bit. Tell them what, for people that have never seen it or witnessed what shocking oats is, I mean, it's a, it's physical labor, folks. It's a lot of work. You go with the binder and you make these little bundles of oats. Then you get the crew walking around behind and you pile a nice little group with a nice space so air can get through them and they shed rain. And boy, it's a lot of fun. Then you go later and fork them all in a wagon and haul them away so they're ready for the show at the end of the month. Well, for people that have never seen you, you look like you're Amish walking around out there. But this is this is really going to look Amish slash Mennonite today, hey? Oh, absolutely. But, you know. <laughs> For our group, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. And, you know, honestly, can't complain about the weather today. It is another gorgeous day, Wisconsin State Fair or Shock and Oats. Yeah, it's a beautiful day for it. Uh, temps aren't going to be all that hot, and we have a little northerly breeze around. That kind of helps things out as well. I mean, high pressure is still nearby, but a weak front has dropped through. There were some sprinkles yesterday. Well, more than that, I see Mauston picked up about 31 hundredths of an inch last night. Oh, getting close toward 8 o'clock, and I did see the Sheboygan County Airport 
two hundredths of an inch after eight last night. So that little weak front did a little bit here and there. It's off to our south today. We're in for a dry day with sunshine. I see some very light rain back in southeastern North Dakota and into western Minnesota. None of that a big concern for us. I expect we look for a pretty fine day today, but a weak disturbance edging in, and there will be a small possibility. La Crosse and Mauston may see a little sprinkle here yet late tonight or toward daybreak Friday. Most of the rest of us talking about that very slight chance of a little rain Friday or into Friday night, a tenth of an inch or less if we see rain. And that weak little system, the low will slide right through southern Wisconsin as it passes off to our east. Then we start to dry it out. What I'm expecting is that as we wrap up Saturday and into Sunday, sunshine returns, drier conditions around, and still nice temperatures, mostly at normal or a bit below normal, low 80s and upper 70s for highs even into next week. So it sounds pretty good with that small chance of rain just to get the weekend underway and otherwise then dry, comfortable weather again right on into next week. That's the middle of August already, and we're still talking about uh, not that dog days temperatures way up into the 80s or 90s, or like the upper 70s and low 80s. Sounds like a real nice situation. I'll have forecast details right after this. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Every time we have a solar system going up in the neighborhood, people are walking by, they're getting their kids out to come look at it. They want to see what, what it is and talk about it and, and understand it. And, and the, the best way to find out if it works is talk to someone who has solar. You probably know someone who's gone solar and, and knows a little bit more. If you have a neighbor that has solar, talk to them. See what they're saying. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. Doesn't sound like our talk text line's necessarily going to get a lot of action in the next 24 hours, huh, Stu? No, I don't think so. Maybe uh, later Friday, but by then it's the weekend. But let's look at today. Sunny, nice, boy, a beautiful day. Upper 70s, maybe around 80 or so at the cross for a warm spot. Northeast winds today will be around 5 to 10. We stay clear in the nighttime, not bad. Low 50s for nighttime lows. That's a little cooler than normal. Should be great sleeping weather. A calm breeze pretty much through the nighttime. And then some clouds develop Friday. That slight chance of rain early in the day in the west, uh, midday or afternoon in the east, not going to amount to much. Uh, more clouds in the day, low 70s, maybe an upper 60 here or there as winds gradually become south about 5. That chance of a shower or very isolated thunderstorm late Friday night into early Saturday, becoming mostly sunny then later Saturday. Not bad, low 80s with the south winds at 5 to 10. More sunshine around 80 or in the very low 80s Sunday, Pam. Sounds like a nice weekend and any talk of rain is a very small amount, so it shouldn't really slow us down a great deal. Man, I'll tell you, you think about the Wisconsin State Fair and how many years has it been able to string together this many days of gorgeous weather? Yeah, without that 90 degree and, and yeah. 98% humidity, this is beautiful. Or last year it was the severe storms that rattled through and they've been able to escape that all. It's been wonderful. Yeah, they should have a good year. Maybe we'll set some records with 
COVID being just, you know, somewhat of a memory. Right, right. Hey, take some pictures of you and the boys today. I'll put them up on Fabulous Farm Babe Facebook so people can see, first of all, what you look like, and second of all, you actually do physical labor once in a while. Well, I actually can't help today. It's amazing how oh. that worked out. <laughs> well, tell the other boys <laughs> to send pictures, and then I'll make fun of you for not being there. Yeah, well, that, that sounds like the plan. That's yes. the plan. All right, dude, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks, Stu. All right, see ya. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, keeping you up to date on what's happening with the weather scene. We are talking with Cody Coster from Everag, broker analyst about all things dairy and dairy market related coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you the kind of person that goes into the woods with a pocket knife, a stick of gum, an extra shoelace, and can build a whole house? Then you're the person W.E. Davies is looking for. They're hiring one person, the perfect individual who can lead whole construction projects without breaking a sweat. Yeah? They're asking a lot. They offer a lot, too. Come see if you're the one that they're looking for. Visit wedaviesremodeling.com. That squeal you're hearing while you come to a stop? That's your brakes crying for help. At Tom's Auto Center, we offer five-star brake repair on all makes and models. Stop by for a brake fluid and brake inspection. If your brakes are talking to you or screaming for help, we'll diagnose it and give you a written estimate. We want you to be able to trust your brakes. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Love the look by creating your floors with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Sometimes it's nice to let the kids have their own space downstairs. It's also pretty awesome to expand that basement into usable living space or entertainment area. Actuate Improvement will transform your basement into a livable area everyone can enjoy. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com Design. Create. Actuate. This looks like a car. Has tires. Headlights, a hood. Windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat and back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. A unique style of great country music. It's Colt Ford. So 
with the Outlaw Southern Sounds of the Lax. Performing live Sunday, August 14th at Ho-Junk Gaming, Wisconsin Dells. Tickets are on sale now through Ticketmaster. See you, John Deere, in the field, we can ride it. It's Cold Ford and the Lax. Sunday, August 14th at Ho-Junk Gaming, Wisconsin Dells, your grown-up getaway. Must be 21 to attend the Cold Ford and Lax concert and to enter the gaming floor. I wanted to talk with you and your mom today, Lily. Because some people at school have noticed changes going on with you. And we're concerned. Like what? Who? Some of your friends, teachers. It sounds like you've lost interest in a lot of things lately. You're hanging with new friends. So? So, individually, maybe those things are no big deal. But taken together, and then the incident the other day, you were with Derek when he was caught selling marijuana. Yeah, he was selling it. Honey, we know. But we care about you and, and want to know what's going on. That's right. We just want to understand better and see how we might help. And if weed is a part of it, we just want to make sure you understand the negative consequences for someone your age. The physical and mental health effects, the poor decision making, and the confusing legal aspects these days. So what do you say? Can we talk? For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank your local independent bank. We're the premier provider of commercial, treasury, mortgage, and private banking services. Our team blends experience with the latest technology to make banking easier. We provide the advice and solutions you need. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Wisconsin football. How surprised are you that Chesma Lucy, after he tore his ACL, said, I'm going to be ready for uh, the home opener. When? And now he's back a full participant in fall camp. What game was that again? I don't Man, when, when was that? Chesma Lucy. Dude, he's, he's already back. Full participant in fall camp. Ready to get it going, dude. November 6th at Rutgers. Wow. And he's already a full participant in Falcon. January, February, March, April, May. Someone January, explain that one to me. July. In eight months, he's ready to go. It's like the Adrian Peterson thing. That's, yeah. Chesma Lucy back. And Isaac Garendo also, you know, he had a foot injury. He's yeah. he's on his way, too. I, I, I just hope he's healthy. I know. Um, he's having a tough goal staying in, uh, healthy. Uh, what's his face from the Chippewa Valley? Why am I blanking on his name? Uh... Julius Davis. Uh, yeah, Davis. I was going to say who, Juice. Julius who, Davis. I was thinking Orange Julius. Who has been buried on the depth chart now and or has been in a coach's doghouse. Yeah. Um, Tough. But, I, yeah, it, it's crazy to think in that amount of time. And, and I mean, we're looking at Malusi coming back. You hop on over towards the Packers side of things. And David Bakhtiari's knee just keeps filling up with fluid. Terrible. But, I mean, we've talked about it before where, I mean, the same kind of thing happened with Lee Evans when he tore his ACL. Yeah. Um, I got a friend named Lee. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he put a spell on me. <laughs> but, you know, so it, it it's one of those things, like, people give you the average time for healing or being like, well, he's out a full calendar year. Um, depending on how you rehab, how your body reacts to... To the surgery, I mean, your body can attack it and just start filling up with fluid. Like, hey, something's still <laughs> wrong here. But, like, this is also a guy who's motivated enough to, he's about to enter his last year 
in college to go make money in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Malusi kind of needs to be ready as soon as he can be. Totally. And he, listen, he's a damn good running back. Absolutely. There's, I mean, you, um, well, they were a good one. Yeah. Hey, punch. welcome back, They were a good one-two punch together where Malusi gave you more of like that quicker scat back. I don't want to call him a scat back because I think he can be He's a between-the-tackles guy, too. Yeah, he can run between the tackles. But 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 for you you just have scat on your mind for a second, that's all. To to better, he's more of a third-down type of back because he can also show... He's very capable of getting to the outside and catching the ball. And But with his tandem with Allen, clearly it's a good tandem together. Yeah. Like... Can I? Because we were also know. talking about uh, Grendo being healthy now. That's what I if was going to say. If he can stay healthy, um, that could be a trio, not like rivaling uh, Melvin Gordon, James White. No. And, and, you know, those where it's like, hey, somebody graduated, but then the next guy steps up and you still have three RJ, running we, backs. We, we have get things to that we yards. disagree on, like the Brett, kind of like Brett Bielema. No, we don't disagree on it. It's just. I'm going to disagree he, hard with you. I know. I know. <laughs> I know he's a I know he's a kid and he's in college and you can't criticize him, but sure you can. I'm, they make money now, Rowdy. Yeah. You can. Isaac Garendo, I'm over you. I'm over you. Well, that well he's I mean, been injured ever, every year, and that doesn't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you always have these high hopes. Big kid, strong kid, athletic kid can do a lot of things. Yeah, but he can do a lot of things, but he can't stay on the field. That's the most important thing. Hey, Mike McCarthy said the number one thing is A1 availability. And that's Unless the thing. Unless you're running back, because I'm not going to use you, and you make Ezekiel okay. Elliott not maybe even not, valuable. I maybe should not have brought up Mike McCarthy. I've officially soured on him, and, and that's why. Because he's never available. It's like, okay, he gave you a couple good flash carries here yep. and there in some lower-level games when he was healthy. We'll just stick with the binary, boys. Just, there it is. just give me Malusi, give me Allen. There, and there it is. But oh, that's the same one. thing. Like I, one. At, at least for his sake, when it comes to me, yeah. I haven't soured on him because of what I see on the field. Like Nakia Watson, soured on him real quick because I don't like running backs <laughs> that basically get to the line of scrimmage, and then fall down? run yeah. into the back of their lineman, and then fall down. <laughs> Like that's yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's not what you're looking that's for. Counterproductive that is not what you want. Running back. But not. that's what he did. I saw that, and he did not have good vision. No, Garendo. My issue is, dude, you you have to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. I can't. And we I hope this year he does, Rowdy. I can't come in and say this is going to be a great three hundred running back because I'm honestly anticipating for him to go down. We want Garendo to prove us wrong this year. <laughs> prove Rowdy wrong this year. If you've ever driven a tractor, you are her friend. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, we've got Cody Coster, broker analyst with EverAg out of Chicago, joining us live this morning. Uh, we've seen that the cheese prices have kind of flattened out the past couple of days. Is that telling us something as far as consumer buying patterns? Cody's going to give us some of the answers live uh, before we wrap it up today. And we've got details from last night's Governor's Blue Ribbon Livestock Auction. A big sale, as we always expect. I'll give you some of the numbers. That's coming up. I'm Pam Yonke, by the way. So glad you're along with us. You know, it uh, is a wonderful time, the Wisconsin State Fair. So many educational opportunities for both kids and their parents. We'll share a story about one of those educational elements, the Compere Discovery Barnyard. Stick around for that. So today is the 11th day of August. On this day, back in 1919, the Green Bay Packers were founded. Professional football team happened during a meeting in the editorial room of the Green Bay Press Gazette. 
They had a bunch of young athletes. They were called together by Curly Lambeau and George Calhoun, and that is how they decided to become an organized football team on this day back in 1919. On this day in 1999, the last total solar eclipse of the millennium was viewed. It was visible from Europe, most of Asia and Africa, and in parts of North America. And because it went through heavily populated areas, they believe that solar eclipse is uh, the most viewed eclipses in recorded history. Happy birthday this morning to former pro wrestler Hulk Hogan. He is 69. And Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak turned 72 years young today. And now you know. Well, like we said, we love being a part of the Wisconsin State Fair activity at State Fair Park in West Dallas. There's food. There's entertainment. Of course, there's agriculture. And that's where our heart is focused. And one area where the general public is getting a better chance to better understand animal agriculture is in the Compure Discovery Barnyard. Our own Charity Seebecker had a chance to visit with one of the volunteers that helps explain what that barnyard is all about. Wisconsin farmers are working every day of the year to produce safe, nutritious food products for you and for people around the world. The fair is the perfect place to learn about Wisconsin agriculture, including where food comes from and the farmers who produce it. The Compere Discovery Barnyard at the Wisconsin State Fair is an area where fairgoers of all ages can learn about production agriculture. Kaylin Smirchek, the superintendent of the Compere Discovery Barnyard shares more about what it takes to put on the animal and educational displays. Preparation for the State Fair period starts months and months in advance and the Discovery Barnyard is no exception. It's a lot of work and it takes a lot of time to try and put together all of the exhibits for the public to walk through and all the baby animals that everybody enjoys. Those don't just show up all of a sudden out of nowhere. Um, so it takes a lot of planning for the educational stuff and then you know we're reaching out for weeks and weeks trying to find different people who are willing to have their livestock you know put on display for people to see and experience because I mean that's a pretty big risk itself and so it's really hard to find like you know good animals to put in front of people but we have a lot of good agriculturalists out there that like to donate their animals just for the public's you know experience and learning. How has the footprint and plans changed over time for the Discovery Barnyard since COVID? Last year um, the Discovery Barnyard was completely no touch and I mean there were some really cool exhibits but there was a lot of changes that had to be made. This year we are very excited to be back at, you know, it's a hands-on barn. There's lots of different things for the kids to do, but we're doing that in a safe way, keeping in mind different COVID restrictions. So, I mean, we have sanitizers everywhere and we're keeping everything as clean and safe for people as they want to, but it can be as hands-on or hands-off as people would like to make it. So what all is in the Discovery Barnyard? The moment you walk in, you can tell there's a lot going on. So first I'll start with, we kind of have an educational side that we like kids to go through. So there's virtual shearing so they can get a hands-on seeing what it would be like to shear a sheep. And there's, you know, fleeces of wool for sheep for kids to feel. There's a nutrition exhibit where they can learn about the different feed that animals eat and why nutrition is so important for them just as it is for humans. There's some fun um, different activities like pedal tractor driving. There's a farm play set and even like a coloring area with uh, all the different farm 
animals and there's livestock judging just pretty much anything that we can do to try and educate the kids and the parents but also find something fun for them to do and then there's of course all of the baby animals and livestock which is everybody's favorite part what types of livestock are here for teddies to really get a close and up personal look with so we have nine different species of animals so we have dairy calves we have a beef cattle cow calf pair herefords we have four boar goats we have a dorset ewe and two lambs we have some ducklings we have hatching chicks at all times we have some full-grown ducklings and chickens and then rabbits also so i know in the past years there has been a sow giving birth depending on the time of the fair can you talk about how you still have piglets here but changes you have had to make due to covid and other factors to really make sure that the animals health and well-being is in mind so i mean our prime priority throughout the 11 days of the fair is to make sure all of our livestock are being cared for very well and it's really hard to when you're trying to keep track of all of the people the thousands of people that walk through maintaining you know a sow farrowing in the crate so we do still have the piglets but it's a lot easier to keep weaned piglets that are on grain safe and healthy while they're here than it is a sow what is the key takeaway that you want fairgoers to really get from coming through the camp here discovery barnyard so walking into this position and kind of knowing what this barn was all about the main thing our main goal here is for the average person who doesn't get to be around livestock every day to walk in and to not only get to experience and see these animals in real life but to learn something new about production agriculture you know there's kind of a bridge in that area between our consumer and production and so our main goal is really to kind of fill in that gap and give them an in-person experience how important do you feel having this barnyard is Um, i think it's extremely important it's a really really cool barn that they have put together here going into the show barns and getting to see those animals is really cool but this is also getting to see the other side of it where we're you know talking about nutrition we're talking about production so not only are we getting to see the animals but there's an educational side which is really valuable what are some of the fun oohs or ahs that you've received from fairgoers kids parents coming through are some fun stories that have stuck out to you so far i think a big highlight of our barn this year is uh the baby ducklings there's a pool and slide in there and so whenever the ducklings go up and down the slide i mean there is a crowd around for days and then of course the hatching chicks everybody is enthralled by getting to see an actual chick hatch in our big incubators and then the dairy calves being you know bottle fed is always a fan favorite Kaylin Smircheck, the superintendent of the Campier Discovery Barnyard, on what fairgrowers can see and do in the barnyard. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker. Soil health. It's the top priority at Midwestern BioAg. It's the first thing they consider with every product at every step. It's designed to build healthy, biodiverse soils to support healthy soil, resilient crops, and higher yields. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg. Better farming through better soil. Quality. I've been talking about it for a while now with my friends from Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew. Now remember, Bavaria Sausage Kitchen, located at the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchroder Road in Fitchburg. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. But they're open to everybody online, BavariaSausage.com. I was talking with Judy about the summer, and she said, you know, it is the best time of the year. They get a lot of folks that are sampling their product for the very first time. But it is also something that they're concerned about because they want to make sure that 
product arrives in tip-top condition for you. So again, if you are going to be shopping at BavariaSausage.com, remember, they are offering you special coupon deals for your orders of all sizes, and they're stressing to their customers that they want to make sure the quality product arrives in great condition. So they're making sure that they are using overnight delivery, especially in the state of Wisconsin, and you will find that the quality is there when you're ready to enjoy. BavariaSausage.com. Shop now. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McVin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpillar Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Well, the Governor's Blue Ribbon Livestock Auction did not disappoint last night at State Fair Park in West Dallas. Show officials are estimating that they brought in more than $319,950 in bids. And, of course, a lot of that money is channeled right back into that show through educational scholarships. Here are some of the other big numbers. The Grand Champion Market Steer was exhibited by Riley Runkle, sold for $35,000 to Meyer. Grand Champion Market Barrel. Claire Dutch sold for $13,000 to Interstate Parking and Statewide Fencing. The Grand Champion Market Lamb, exhibited by Katie Walkington, sold for $13,000 to Molson Coors Beer Distributors. So uh, those are the top three, shall we say, of the Governor's Blue Ribbon Livestock Auction, but uh, did a very, very nice job last night in supporting the youth. Speaking of support, what's happening in the marketplace this morning? Our markets are definitely being supported. Dow Jones Industrial Average right now up more than 70 points. The December corn's up two at 620 and a half. November beans right now are up a nickel at 1433. September wheat up seven at 806. Yesterday in Chicago, no change on barrel or block cheese, but double A butter gained three quarters of a cent to 296 and three quarters per pound. September milk right now is trading 21 cents higher, 2042 a hundred weight. October closed 42 cents higher at 2084 a hundred weight. So what's going on with our cheese and butter market? We're talking about that next. Cody Coster, broker analyst with EverAg, joining us live. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you sick and tired of that constant pain in your knees or hips or back? Especially this time of year, you need to be moving pain-free, right? Hey, it's Ebo for the team at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people here every day, giving them lasting pain relief using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. The science? It's simple. They concentrate your body's own healing agents and apply them to your aching joints, restoring and repairing damaged tissue with no drugs, no steroids, and no surgery. Listen, the old remedies for pain are not the only remedies. You need to learn more about how regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can change your life. Make this the last summer you suffer from chronic pain. They've got clinics all over America. This is the exciting new natural way to deal with joint pain with no side effects and no downtime. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 608 318-1750. Looking for extra cash? Did you witness a crime? 
or maybe you have information about ongoing criminal activity in the Madison area. We give cash for clues. Madison Area Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit organization that helps prevent and solve crimes in our community by working with Dane County residents, law enforcement agencies, and media partners. So how does it work? When you share information with Crime Stoppers, a confidential code will be generated to protect your identity. If your tip results in an arrest and filing of criminal charges or the apprehension of a fugitive, you'll receive a cash reward. Keep your tip ID and password so you can check the status of your tip. Once the arrest or apprehension is confirmed, arrangements will be made for you to collect your reward anonymously. Your confidentiality is important to us. Any individual who contacts Crime Stoppers will always remain anonymous. Call 608-266-6014 or go to p3tips.com. Madison Area Crime Stoppers, your safety is always our priority. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Oh my goodness, and this is the week when we're covering it all from the Wisconsin State Fair right on through to what's happening with our dairy markets. Joining us live this morning, Cody Coster, one of the broker analysts with EverAg out of Chicago, although he's joining us from Michigan this morning where you said the weather is treating you pretty well, huh? Yeah, we've got some pretty good weather this morning, Pam. We have about 70 degrees, had a little bit of rain last night. Uh, crops are faring very well, it looks like, in the great state of Michigan today. Excellent. Now let's pivot to dairy then, Cody, and talk a little bit about what you've been seeing as far as product movement, maybe both domestically and internationally. You had an auction last week, huh? We we did. So one of the things that we had looked at um, that came out last late last week was the dairy products report. And I think part of the highlights from those, um, just looking at milk powder production, uh, totaled 215 million pounds. And this is gonna be for the month of June. Remember late last week, or I guess two weeks ago would have been July. So it came out for the June milk production report. Um, And that was a four month low. Looking at butter production, we totaled 161 million pounds. That was up 2.3% year over year. And the interesting one was cheese production totaled 1.15 billion pounds. That's up 2.7% a year earlier. And that was following the revised 1.8% gain in May. So cheese production, butter production, not looking too terrible. A lot of folks were kind of expecting, uh, you know, with this little bit of a slide in prices that we might have had a little more butter and cheese on the, you know, being produced throughout the country but it didn't turn out too bad for the month of July. And I think around that same time, we had the export highlights that came out. Um, Non-fat exports declined 15% year over year in June. So that wasn't as great to see. But I think the big kicker in this one was the cheese exports that were announced. They rose 31.5% year over year, which seemed to really give the market on class three a little bit of boost that we needed back to the higher side. Well, my question, though, Cody, is that because we are the leader in the lowest price category, or why that kind of dramatic increase? I think when you look throughout the the world right now, we are we are lowest in some of the categories. I'd say we were mixed in with uh, New Zealand and the EU and other you know commodities in the same spectrum. But the biggest thing that we've seen was the exports. Uh, the past couple of months, we've heard on the West Coast, it's been Hard to get exports off. Some of the ports have been closed. They've had to reroute trucks to northern shipping ports and get them out of there. There's been a backup 
at these ports to get trucks unloaded onto the barges. And that's kind of getting sorted out from what we're understanding, talking to different folks that work out there and really specialize in the shipping department. Uh, so those are kind of taking care of themselves and, and working themselves out. As we all know, it's been one heck of a year trying to get all these shipping containers and everything back out of the country. Yeah, we haven't. <laughs> it's been a nonstop story for the past couple of years. So let's talk a little bit about global production then, Cody. We had been hearing about the tremendous heat that the European Union has been uh, living with. That's got to ding their milk production some. It did. And when it comes out, uh, the global milk production, the, the big three that we usually take a look at were France, Germany, and the U.K., and these are all going to be from the week ending uh, about July 30th, July 31st here is when they come out within that two-day stretch. France was down 0.4%, Germany down 0.3%, UK down 0.2%. So the heat over there and the government's uh, regulations that are coming out on these farmers over there has decreased milk. I mean, just week over week, month over month. Uh, it seems to be putting a big stress on their market right now. Mm-hmm. So we don't really foresee a huge jump in milk production overseas. Mm-hmm. And this past week really showed that that is just not happening, at least at this point right now. So where are you training your eye these days then, Cody? Everybody talking about inflation. What are consumers going to buy? Are they going to dine out? What are you watching? I think the big thing is going to be the the report for um, food consumption. You know, how many people are going out compared to eating in? What would be the inflation comparison to eating out a year ago compared to eating out now? What would be the comparison to going to the grocery store and cooking for family in-house a year ago compared to right now? And I believe in the next two weeks, we get kind of some of those numbers uh, that come out with inflationary rises that will show year over year changes for that. We don't quite have the whole algorithm right now. We don't have all parts to that. Um, But right now, as you have seen, inflation on the rise, grocery store numbers on the rise. I think there's more folks that are kind of leaning towards the dining out aspect of it because in this instance, it may be a little bit cheaper to even go feed a family of four if you go dine out once in a while. And I know that sounds crazy, but that could be a huge help to the dairy industry. Look how many dairy products are in the appetizers alone. That could be huge for the industry if folks kind of generate towards the actual dining out. Now, whether that means going to the restaurant or even going to the drive-thru. As you know, going to the drive-thru, getting a burger with cheese or even cheese curds is a huge help to the dairy industry. How many folks are going to go to the grocery store and buy dairy curds? I I don't think it's going to be that many, Mm -hmm. but going out and seeing it with your eyes on the menu Mm -hmm. could be a big draw. Very good point. Very good point, my friend. Always a pleasure to visit with you, Cody. Uh, Speak well of me in Michigan, all right? Absolutely. Thanks so much, Pam. (laughs) We'll see you soon. Cody Coster joining us live this morning from his home in uh, Michigan, part of the broker analyst team for EverAg. You can find them online, ever.ag, if you've got more questions on risk management as we all go forward in this uh, inflationary time. We'll see you tomorrow. 